This is a Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. It's a hockey night in your city. It is that time of the year again. It is October, hockey fans. And that means that you can expect some hockey content on the Sports for Beginners podcast. If you're a young hockey fan but you don't know where to go or what to expect when you're at the arena, well, we've got you covered. We'll have some good stuff for you on the podcast. So don't miss Sports for Beginners coming to you live with some great hockey content coming soon. Penguins 1, Panthers 3. A very special edition of Penguins postgame starts right now speaking of which as we get ready for the introductional music and introductional message let's hear a little bit from why this is such a special day and a special program enjoy panthers fans please turn your attention to the video board for tonight's career celebration Every time I saw him play, you just saw that incredible intensity, competitiveness. You just have a gut feeling that, that, that wow, this guy is, is really good. You're locked in to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Sidney Crosby and the Penguins play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Hey, showcase scores! The bingo game is ready to roll. Welcome to Penguins postgame. A PPG for PGH! And you'd have to be here to believe it. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. to the video board for tonight's career celebration. Every time I saw him play, you just saw that incredible intensity, competitiveness. You just have a gut feeling that, that, that wow, this guy is, is really good. everyone on the team to be better and to be harder and for myself that, that helped me a lot. Come on, 
Patrick is one of those great, interesting personalities that you just don't come across. He's just got this huge heart. Selected by the Nashville Predators with the 230th overall pick in the 2005 NHL Draft, Patrick Hornquist would go on to play in over 900 National Hockey League regular season games and 100 Stanley Cup playoff games, win two Stanley Cups, earn a World Championship gold medal, and earn the respect and admiration of his teammates, coaches, and players across the NHL and the hockey world. Patrick, congratulations on, on your retirement, your career. We wanted to have this night for you out of respect, admiration, and celebration of not only your entire career, but the special place we have for you in our, in our hearts and our appreciation for everything you've done for our franchise. Hey, Patty, I want to say congratulations on retirement. Uh, enjoyed all our time together playing in uh, Nashville and playing against you as well. You're a heck of a competitor, and uh, all the best for retirement, buddy. Hey, Warney. I just want to say congrats on one hell of a career. Uh, I love playing with you. I hated playing against you. You know, I'm very fortunate to have won two Stanley Cups with you, and those moments are something we'll cherish forever. He just worked so hard, and uh, he brought out the best in everybody. He expected a lot of himself, but also he just uh, earned every single thing that he accomplished in his career. Hey, Orly. Flower. To, uh... There you go. There you go, fans. There you go. That's just a little bit of, actually, it might have been more than a little bit of the ceremony. But there is your pregame ceremony. We'll continue with it as we go to the second uh, portion of the opening segment. But Horny, Patrick Hornquist, this is a show for you. From the number 72, as Pittsburgh Penguins fans will know, to the number 70 as a member of the Florida Panthers. Today is your day, my man. Regardless of the outcome, Penguins fans and Panthers fans, as we welcome you into Penguins postgame, I think we can all agree that tonight, whether it was the Penguins or the Panthers' night, tonight was a night we will not soon forget as we take a look at the career of Patrick Hornquist. All right. Let's get into this here. So let's run through the penalties right now. Before we run to the scores. And the only penalty which happened in the first period where there was no scoring. Was Alexandra Barkov getting called. 18 minutes and 40 seconds in, two minutes for hooking the call on him. Carter Verhage in the second period would go two minutes 
and 46 seconds in to the game for flashing. And about 9 minutes and 46 seconds later, Evgeny Malkin is called for slashing. 14 minutes and 55 seconds later into the second period, it's Marcus Pedersen. Two minutes for tripping. And your final penalty of the game, Anton Lindell. Two minutes for hooking. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Anton Lundell, two minutes for hooking is the call at 17 minutes and 21 seconds. There is your penalty summary. Your goal summary started in the second period where Riley Smith, he's a former he's a former Florida Panther and he strikes in this game for his seventh goal of the season which would give Pittsburgh the early lead at 8 minutes and 5 seconds into the second period. Evgeny Malkin with his 12th assist of the season. Valtteri Pustodin with his first assist of the season. At 17 minutes and 4 seconds, Oliver ekman Larson. Speaking of seven, scores his seventh goal of the year. Anton Lundell with his ninth assist of the season. Carter Verhege with his tenth assist of the season. And secondary assist on the Oliver ekman Larson goal. After 40 minutes of play. We are from a 0-0 game after 20 to a 1-1 score heading into the third. In the third, 6 minutes and 10 seconds, E2 Listerini, Listerini, Third goal of the season puts the Panthers in front by one goal. And they have their first lead of the night. Former Penguin Edwin Evan Rodriguez getting his 15th assist of the season. Secondary assist going to Anton Lundell. His second assist of the night. Tenth of the Tenth of the tenth of the tenth of his season, and then Alexander Barkov, nineteen minutes and thirty three seconds in. The net is out. Jari has left the net, and he puts it in. Assisted by Sam Reinhardt, Reinhardt's 16th assist of the season. 
Alexander Barkov getting goal number nine on the season. And that will be all she wrote from Florida in Sunrise at Amaranth Bank State at Amaranth at Amaranth Bank Arena. Referees for this game, uh, Tom C. and Justin K. Justin Kie. Ryan Galloway and Julian Franier are your linesmen. Your winning goaltender is none other than Sergei Brovoski. He, his record is now 13-6-1. Tristan Drari is now 8-10-2 with the loss. And the game-winning goal going to Itu Losterene. I am apologetic in advance if I pronounce any names wrong. But right now, while we get ready for our second portion of the opening segment where we do the three stars, we'll do the play of the game, and we will do the game stats to wrap up. Let's continue with the ceremony honoring the career of Patrick Hornquist. Enjoy. Uh, congratulations on a great career. We've had a lot of battles on top of my crease in practice. Uh, all the best in retirement. Uh, take care of yourself, buddy. It's really challenging to play against him. And uh, really, I was really happy to have him on my side and my team. And it was, it was lots of fun to play with him. Patrick, congratulations on your uh, retirement. You had an incredible career. Happy for you. Please turn your attention to the ice and welcome tonight's honored guest, two-time Stanley Cup champion and Panthers scouting and development consultant, Patrick Hornquist. Patrick is joined by his wife, Maylin, and daughters, Isabella and Vendela. At this time, we ask that Patrick and his family please make their way to center ice for tonight's ceremonial puck drop. Joining Patrick and his family at center ice are Panthers captain Alexander Barkov and Pittsburgh Penguins captain Sidney Crosby. Patrick, when you're ready, let's get tonight's game underway. Once again, Patrick Hornquist, congratulations! Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one, and those who do them discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, 
Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo. Two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. I guess I get the honor of uh, just saying on behalf of our, the Penguins organization, we wanted to celebrate your 15-year career, uh, especially your time in Pittsburgh with these guys. Um, I probably speak for all of us when I say how grateful we are for everything you did for the Penguins and helping us win Stanley Cups. You were a huge part of it, as were these guys here also. And I know you guys have a special bond. So yeah. on behalf of the Penguins, uh, we wanted to present you with a, a one-week all-expenses-paid trip to one of your favorite destinations in Spain, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. That's right. So, you guys. congratulations, and uh, we're we're excited. We we have the privilege to celebrate with you here with Florida. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Are you bringing your family or? No, Only Sully comes through. All four of you guys, or or any? I think we have. I was. You're not coming next week, right? Ladies and gentlemen, that is what the Penguins posted before the game. If you would notice, there was the man of the hour. Patrick Hornquist, alongside Captain Sidney Crosby of the Penguins, and teammates that were former teammates of Patrick, alongside Crosby, and head coach Mike Sullivan. And those guys were. I believe Gino or Evgeny or Evgeny Malkin, rather. I'm apologetic in advance, Malkin, if I pronounce your last name wrong or your first name wrong. And of course, Chris Letang. Now, speaking of honoring people, how about we honor Mark Johnstone, who made his NHL debut 
on this special night. Here's a look at his... It's on my phone, so you won't be able to see it, but if you head on over to Penguins on X or Twitter, I still call it Twitter, but anyways, if you head to the Penguins social platform, you'll be able to see his rookie lap. We're going to play it for you right now. Before we get down to the three stars of the game, Mark Johnstone made his NHL debut, did not score a goal, but that's okay. There's time. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's show you Mark. John Stone's rookie lap. There we go, fans. So if you guys couldn't hear it, we'll uh, we will uh, make sure that you guys can hear it as well as what we did previously when we opened up. Hopefully, you can hear it. But congratulations to you, Mark Johnstone, on your special day. Very, very special, especially when you are especially when you are making your NHL debut when a great for both the Panthers and the Penguins and the Predators Yes, I said, and the Predators. The Nashville Predators. Retires. And as a Penguins fan from Canada, I gotta say, congratulations to you, Patrick. I look forward to whatever the next chapter in your life is, whether it's off the ice, not with Florida, whether it's off the ice with the Panthers, and I wish you, regardless what it is, the best of luck the rest of the way.
Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. This is game 26 of 82, and it is our 26th broadcast of Penguins postgame. We are getting pretty close to our 30th broadcast of Penguins postgame. But with that being said, our celebration of Patrick continues as we bring to you right now Excuse me there, ladies and gentlemen. We bring to you right now, tonight's three stars of the game. From there, we will bring you the play of the game, plus our game stats. Game stats will be followed immediately after the three stars. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. It is time for your three stars of the game. The honor game that, to me, regardless of the outcome, It really doesn't matter whether the Penguins win, whether the Florida Panthers win. It doesn't matter, to be honest with you. So, let's take a look at our three stars of the game. And our highlights, if we do highlight courtesy of Sportsnet, they're brought to you by... They are brought to us courtesy of, with the call, those that had their call on Valley Sports, Florida. But you know what? We will bring to you in our middle segment. And because it's an hour program, this was an hour program, I want to bring to you maybe one we won't bring to you both but maybe we'll bring one one head coach we will let you guys hear from for all of you tuning in to sports for beginners is weekly in sports. All of the program for the end of November is out now, so please go ahead and check it out if you haven't already. You can check out the full episode on You can check out our full episode on 
the Sports for Beginners podcast feed. And for those of you waiting for the Dolphins post game that was previously recorded, we will be getting that out to you very, very soon. So, with that being said, there is one thing I want to get you guys to and yes, it has to do with Patrick Hornquist. But it's not exactly more from his pregame ceremony. No. It's actually something I think you will enjoy. We're going to hear from the horse's mouth, we're going to hear what Patrick had to say about his retirement. From the DK Pittsburgh Sports Penguins YouTube channel. We'll get to that, but let's get to quickly. Game stats, three stars, and we'll get to a play of the game before we get to a little bit to bring us into the middle segment. Because there's still more of that to come. Of what Patrick had to say at his ceremony. In this case, his retirement ceremony. All right. So to get to that, let's get to the three stars. No surprise here. They're all Florida Panthers, but that Florida Panthers, but that's okay. Because it just so happens I have three Penguin players that I would have picked as my three stars. If it went in the Penguins' favor, it did not. That's okay. Penguins got to win a couple of games now because now they are... I guess you could say they're in trouble. 
but trying to keep it as positive as possible. Here we go. Your third star of this game on Friday night as we record this on Saturday morning at 11.02 a.m. We started this actually earlier, right after Penguins Live Weekly. And uh, for those of you who don't know, especially in Pittsburgh, that is the Saturday morning program on 105.9 The X. And that is a program hosted by Paul Steigerwald and Brian Metzer. If you missed it, good news. You can check it out on the Penguin Podcast area, wherever you listen to podcasts right now. Because they're back. The showlings are back. Available to you on SoundCloud. And wherever you're able to get the podcast. All right. So. Your third star is the center, number 15, Anton Lundell. No goals for Lundell, two assists, plus three. Total ice time of 16 minutes and 35 seconds. E2, Lusterini. Lusterini is your second star. Left winger for the Panthers, number 27. With one goal, no assist, plus one, and 17 minutes and 34 seconds of total ice time. And your first star. Well, he's wearing the number... That Patrick wore as a penguin. Which is number 72. And he played pretty well. But so did Tristan Jari. Yeah, Jari didn't have a... Jari didn't have a good third period. But he had a very first... But he had a very good first two periods. But give it up. Your first star is number 72, goaltender of the Florida Panthers, Sergei Bravosky. 26 saves. One goal given up. And a save percentage of 963. Your game stats. The Penguins had 27 shots on goal. They were outshot by Florida 33 to 33 to 27. A little bit of a different story with the hits. The Penguins had 23. The Panthers had 19. Penguins won 18 faceoff. Florida won just two more. They won 20. 
So they won two more than the Penguins did in the face-off circle. The Panthers had to kill off six minutes of penalties, of penalty time. And the Penguins had to kill off four minutes of penalty time. Both teams unable to score. Penguins are 0 for 3 at the end of this game. They end the game with 9 giveaways, 4 takeaways, and 20 blocked shots. Florida, 0 for 2. In this game, in terms of the power play, and they end the game with three takeaways, 13 block shots, and 10 giveaways. All right, before we get to Patrick to take us out and then bring us back in for the middle segment. Let's take a look at a play of the game. And I got to go to the goal. I got to go to the goal. Scored. By Riley Smith. We're going to go to the highlight version of it. And once again, it's Valley Sports Florida with the call. I feel like this was a really nice pass by Evgeny Malkin. Two former Florida Panther. Riley Smith. And without further ado, I'll send you guys over to Valley Sport Florida for the call. This is good enough for my play of the game. We've never seen an interview uh, from Paul Maurice that has not been very insightful. Well, here they are on the four check, but quickly again, the Penguins get it out, and Malkin moves against Ekblad. Smith's alone in front, the pass, the backhander score! And the Penguins cash it in for the first goal of the game on a two-on. There it is, up the wall, Malkin. Then so many times, stops and spins, and just centering that puck, and it was timed perfectly onto the stick of Smith. And all he had to do is just bring it to the goal, or to the backhand, open up Sergei Bobrovsky, and slide it right between the legs. That's three odd man rushes. I'm going to break away in a couple of two on ones in eight minutes here in the second period. And they finally get one by Bobrovsky. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. But unfortunately for the Penguins, they would not score after that. The Panthers would tie it. And then they would go on to win the game. 
But like I said, it it's really not that bad a loss. For me, at least. I don't know how everybody else feels, but I don't know how, every, how everyone else feels, but for me, Florida won the game fair and square. They took they took the lead after the Riley Smith goal. And after they tied it up. So, with all that being said, our shake of the game and game puck are next in our middle segment, but taking us to that segment and taking us out of the opening segment, let's hear a little bit about what Patrick had to say about his retirement ceremony. Well, Patrick, first, congratulations on a special night for you and the family and everyone. So what does it mean to, to be out there, see the highlights, and kind of have, I guess, a little bit of closure, I guess, on your career tonight? Yeah, I think uh, all this means a lot me and my family and it says a lot about uh, Patrick organization too to really celebrate my my uh, time on like that I've only been there three years but this organization is, is for real now that's why I decided to work for them too and they really have something good going and, and build turn around you can see it on the ice and in every layer of the uh, the franchise is, is really rolling like Right, right now. Patrick, as you mentioned, for only your three years, you were the first team, the first player that built Riley into trying to make this change. Just for you, the three years you were here, what do you feel your impact was and still is now that you're still with the team? Yeah, I don't exactly know what my impact was, but uh, I just tried to be myself and, and come here and, and obviously bring the competitive part of, of my game and my personality. And I think obviously that off to the other guys and, and uh, we were off to such a good start my first year too and after that just kept kept rolling and then you know we won the president's trophy my second year and then we lose in the final the third year so it says a lot about the last three years with this organization been doing and like i said that's why i want to be part of it uh it looked what, what was like kind of show me the penguins teammates before the game looked like gina was giving it to you a little bit yeah he always do he, he has my hair is getting shorter. Obviously, I haven't seen him in three years. So, uh, no, but when you win the cup, and I was there for six years, my both my daughters almost born there. Uh, Isabella was only three months when we moved there, and Mendel was born there. And you know, you bring so much good memories together, and, and obviously those two cups and those run with special players and special persons, and, and Gina is one of them for sure. Uh, all right, on that note, Penguin Post Game will continue with in the middle segment more from Patrick's press conference about his retirement pregame ceremony. Plus, we'll do Shake of the Game and Game Puck. We even get a look around the other games going on on 
a not-so-busy Friday night. All of that when we return. This is our one-hour special edition of Penguins Postgame, honoring that man you see on your screen, Patrick Hornquist. Back with more from the press conference area, back with the shake of the game, the game puck. A look around the NHL on a not-so-busy Friday. And we're going to hear from the head coaches before we say goodbye. In Paul Maurice and Mike Sullivan. Back in a moment. Looking for a good hockey podcast that covers your favorite hockey teams and mine? Check out On the Ice and Behind the Benches where we chat about our favorite hockey teams from puck drop to the last play of the action. To learn more, follow the On the Ice and Behind the Benches Facebook page search On the Ice and Behind the Benches. Looking for good sports conversations, sports media, and important topics for athletes and fans alike, and at times, my favorite sports teams? Check out Sports for Beginners with me, Scott McGregor, where we will break down all of the action. To learn more about the podcast, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins Post Game. My name is Scott McGregor. Before we get to our shake of the game and game pucks of the game, let's continue hearing from the man of the hour, Patrick Hornquist. And again, congratulations to Mark Johnstone on making his NHL debut. It didn't exactly go the way the Penguins planned, and as a result, they lose their fourth straight game of this season right now. I mean, technically, when you look at the record, when you look at the Penguins' record going into the game on Tuesday against Arizona, and we will tee, we will tee that up in the final segment, uh, when you look at it, when you look at the Penguins' record, now at 11, 12, and 3, you would be hoping for some better stuff before they hit the road on Wednesday to play the Montreal Canadiens the next night. And then head over to... Toronto 
to play the Maple Leaf once again. So you're hoping for some better stuff and specifically some good power play by the Penguins against the Pittsburgh native Logan Cooley and former Penguin Jason Zucker. We'll see what we get, but as it stands right now, the Penguins are seventh in the Metro. Three games behind the Columbus Blue Jackets, who actually are behind the Penguins with a worse record than the Penguins do have of 9, 15, and 5. All right, let's get back to Patrick. And I'm just going to bring it back just a little bit here. Let's bring it back to the two-minute mark. And let's continue hearing.
see the, the whole organization thing when I first moved in. But the, all I can say is how much better we are from that day to, to this day is night and day. I think Bill's been incredible to turn this organization around in such a short notice and a lot of key players and coaching change and, and, and a lot of changes were not easy to do and, and he pulled them off and, and you see the record and you see the, uh, the last few years and like I said, that's why I want to keep in this organization. I really think they're going to win one day and uh, win in Salzburg. I think the last one here, you, you had no trade to come in. Sounds like you're pretty happy. That yeah, you yeah. Here. Right then, I was not so happy, but uh, you know, life life goes on, and every time I'm, I see a new opportunity, instead of seeing what what could be better in Pittsburgh and, and all that, so and uh, obviously, I'm, I'm super thankful for for Bill to to trade me here and and being through this last three years, and and yeah, we really have something. There you go, everybody. There you go. There is the man of the hour, Patrick Hornquist. And honestly, I think that's probably the best Patrick Hornquist press conference I've ever listened to. And I haven't listened to a lot of Patrick's press conferences. But that right there was a very, very good one. As I mentioned, we've got Mike Sullivan. We've got Paul Maurice coming up. We'll get to them in the final segment when we do the next five games for each team. But right now, before we get to looking at the games minus Penguins and Panthers, let's get to our second introduction of the day, and that is the Shake of the Game, which is our Player of the Game. So without further ado, let's hear it, and then I'll give you my two, one from each side, player of the game slash shake of the game recipient. The shake of the game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout. And keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game. Because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners. 
podcast studio here is your host scott mcgregor it is penguins post game it is game 26 of 82 it's our 26th broadcast of 82 as well for penguins post game my name is scott mcgregor this is penguins post game Patrick Hornquist edition. And it is time to get down to the shake of the game. Quick reminder, before we get to the game puck, we will let you guys know what happened, what happened elsewhere in the Friday night schedule. But before we do that, let's get to the shake of the game. After we've got to our scratches for the Penguins, no Brian Rust, no Redeem Zahorna, no Dmitry Samorokov. Those are the notable scratches for the Penguins. I should also mention that there was no Ricard Raquel. For the Florida Panthers, no Steven Lorenz, no Josh Mohara, and no Uvis Balanenskis. Apologetic in advance if I pronounce any names wrong, but there are your scratches. For both the Panthers and the Penguins. Now, before we get to game puck, we just got to get the shake of the game done. And we're going to do that just now. And a reminder that following this, before we do game pucks of the game, we are going to let you in on the action that went down elsewhere on Friday night. So, so I guess you could say that the first shake of the game would go to one of the goal scorers, right? Well, it would, but I'm going to go with the goaltenders here. So, Braboski is going to get a shake of the game slash player of the game for Florida. And Tristan Jari is going to get one for the Penguins. Braboski made 26 saves on 27 shots. Save percentage of 963. Played a full 60 minutes. And he only gave up the one goal to the former Penguin, Riley Smith. Tristan Jari gave up three goals in the game. Oh, I didn't want that to happen there. Let me go back to uh, the Penguins thing here. Sorry about that. Tristan Jari, as I said, he also is getting a shake of the game and player of the game, rather. He gave up two goals, did not give up the empty netter, 
made 30 saves on 32 shots. He did not see shot 33. Save percentage of 938 and played 58 minutes. A reminder that the guy with that goal was Alexander Barkov. And Sam Reinhardt with the only assist. All right. Now with the shake of the game out of the way, we're going to get to the game puck of the game before we do what else happened on Friday night let's have a look see only two other games going on one was going on during Penguins and Panthers and that was the Columbus Blue Jackets taking on the St. Louis Blues they beat the Blues 5-2 to two in Columbus And the Edmonton Oilers hosted the Minnesota Wild. They would come away they come away with a four three victory over the Wild. And as you guys all know, the final score from Amaret Arena. In Florida, Emirate Bank Arena in in Florida, it was the Florida Panthers three. And the Penguins won. Let me say that again. Florida Pan Florida Panthers three. And the Pittsburgh Penguins won. And no, they lost the game. They did not win the game. All right. Our look around the NHL for the Friday action is done. Let's get to game pucks. But I mean, where's the fun in that? Why not at least get set up for some of the action coming up tonight and today? We're going to do that in the final segment. But let's get to the game pucks. And we will take a break with Mike Sullivan taking us to break. Mike Sullivan will take us to break. Paul Maurice will be who we hear from. 
when we return lots of good stuff to come but taking us to break in just a few minutes head coach of the penguins head coach of the penguins Mike Sullivan He's coming up in just a few minutes while we wait for him. We will give you, we will give you the Game puck recipients. One for each team will be given out. And for the Panthers, the game puck of the game that's going to get given out is going to go to Aaron Eckblad. Zero goals, zero assists. Uh, no points for Eckblad. He was plus one, had one shot on goal, three hits, two blocks, no penalty minutes for Aaron Eckblad. But he also played 21 minutes and 52 seconds. Meanwhile, for the Penguins, we're going to give it to Riley Smith. One goal, no assist, one point, uh, no plus minus for Riley Smith. Four shots on goal, no penalty minutes, no hits, one block, and 16 minutes and 56 seconds of total ice time. All right. With all that out of the way, Let's get you hearing from the man himself. Patrick Hornquist, we've heard from already, but you can check out Patrick's press conference at the Florida Panthers website, going to nhl.com slash panthers slash video. The link will be in the description, and that is also where we'll find Paul Maurice. And who knows? Quite a few players, maybe. 
but we're going to stick to hearing from just Paul Maurice. And in particular, we're going to stick to hearing from him after the game. We'll get to him, but before we do, taking us to break, it's the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. This wraps up the middle segment. When we return, it's time to get you ready for the action on Saturday. Plus, we also get you ready for Logan Cooley and Jason Zucker who will be in town when the Penguins take on the Coyotes on Tuesday night. It's a back-to-back, so you could probably expect Penguins postgame. Coyotes and Penguins edition on Wednesday morning, and then you'll probably get Penguins and Canadians On Thursday, at a time to be determined, or right after the game, we will see what we can do. With all be with that all being said, here he is taking us to break. Here's Mike Sullivan. Mike. Yeah, I thought we had a great start. You know, I thought uh, for a lot of the game we competed hard. You know, um, you know, I thought for in the beginning, probably the first half of the third, um, they pushed back. They had some zone time on us there, but I thought uh, we competed hard most of the night. We get the lead like we wanted to get, and uh, we had some we had some pretty good looks. You know, um, Jake had a breakaway. You know, Sid had that one. And alone in the third period, we had a we had our opportunity. Your thoughts on I thought Pussy was pretty good. You know, he makes a real nice wall play on the goal. Um, he thinks it. He thinks it pretty well. I think he's just, you know, he doesn't have a lot of experience at this level, and there's a big adjustment from a speed standpoint—not not just physical speed, but more, you know, how quickly players in this in this league think the game, and so the. The puck moves fast in this league, faster than any other league in the world, and that's an adjustment for young players. And, um, you know, I think, but I think Pusty is a, a smart player, and I think he sees it pretty well. He thinks it pretty well, and I think he'll make that adjustment uh, in time. But you know, it's his second NHL game. He's a young player. I think he has a lot of upside. Physical pace in the lineup. I feel like they gave you some juice in general. Yeah, I did. I thought they competed hard. You know, they're, uh, you know, they're honest players. They play hard. They compete hard. Um, you know, I th- I thought they gave us what what they had. Mike Jeff Carter seems to have taken his game to maybe a higher level the last couple of weeks since he got back in the lineup. What? How would you assess his game? And you know, is that about right? Yeah, I think he has. I think he's played better. You know, the last uh, the last little while here, and um, 
you know, he still has some of those intangibles of his game that I think are really good. He's a, he's a sound defensive player. He's, he's pretty good in the face-off circle. You can utilize him, you know, on a power play at the net front. Um, we use him on the penalty kill. He, you know, he, he's, a, he's a smart hockey player, and, and he's positionally sound. He's got a long reach, and, um, and I think his experience helps him in all those situations. So that's, that's you know, I, I think he's... I think he's played a lot better since we, you know, reinserted him into the lineup. What did you think of John Stern Gruden did on the Yeah, I thought they did a pretty good job. You know, Wilkes Wilkes kills um, very similar to the way we do, so the concepts are are familiar with those guys. Um, obviously, at this level, it's it happens a whole lot faster, so um, that that's the challenge. But I thought they did a pretty. Good job. With that being said. We will take a quick break. And there you have it. There's Mike Sullivan. Right after this, from Broadcast Map, we wrap up with Paul Maurice, head coach of the Florida Panthers. And we give up. Sorry, not give up. We give out. The next five games for the Penguins and the Panthers. That's next when Penguins postgame continues. Looking for conversations on the world of broadcasting, sports media, and from time to time, my favorite sports teams? Listen to Broadcast Map with me, Ali Musa. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Broadcast Map Facebook page. Search Broadcast Map. When it comes to life and watching sports, sometimes you can't do both. Well, you can, but it costs money, and that means jobs, right? Join me, Thomas McGregor, on a Working Environment podcast, where we take a break from covering sports and dive into how people like athletes, coaches, teachers, etc. deal with challenges in the workplace. I hope you will join us because together we can get ready for the workforce and make connections too. To learn more, please visit Beyond the Ice and Behind the Fences Facebook page. Welcome back, everybody, to Penguins Post Game. Welcome back. Time to hear from the man himself, the Florida Panthers head coach, Paul Maurice. We're about to hear, we're going to hear from Paul Maurice in just a second, but this is our look ahead segment and this brings our program to a close. 
So without further ado, let's see if we can find Paul Maurice. And while we do, courtesy of my phone, I will give you the Penguins' next five games. Oh, there we go. There you go. There is Paul Maurice. We'll hear from Paul Maurice in just a second. But let's get to the Penguins look ahead. And with that being said, the Penguins look ahead begins with a home game on Tuesday, December 12th, that this Tuesday, against Arizona, when Pittsburgh native Logan Cooley and former Penguin Jason Zucker come to town. Then the Penguins are off for two games. They are actually not in Pittsburgh for two games. They are headed to Montreal and Toronto. Montreal on Wednesday, right after the game between the Arizona Coyotes and the Pittsburgh Penguins. So that game is on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. The game between the Montreal Canadiens and the Penguins is also at 7 p.m., but that is in Montreal on Wednesday. Then Saturday, this Saturday coming up on December 16th. So next Saturday, it is the Penguins and the Maple Leafs. From Scotiabank Arena. And then the Wild are in Pittsburgh for a showdown on Monday, December 18th. And then the Penguins welcome in the Carolina Hurricanes. For a showdown on Thursday, December 21st. And that is your next five games for the Penguins. But it also means that after that Carolina Hurricane game, we're back to double trouble for Buffalo and Pittsburgh. And when I say double trouble, I mean double, it's another double header coming up. All right. Well, the Penguins' next five at this point are versus Arizona on Tuesday, at Montreal Wednesday, at Toronto Saturday, versus Minnesota Monday. 
and versus Carolina on Thursday. Next Thursday. Following this Thursday, which will be the 14th of December. So that is Thursday, December 21st, when the Penguins will be playing the Carolina. Hurricanes. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So, without further ado, before we get to cursey of my phone, Florida's next five games. Let's hear from their head coach. And I'd imagine, I'd imagine, post-game and even pre-game, I'd imagine a question might come up about Patrick Hornquist. We'll see. But let's hear from Paul Maurice. Yeah. From Paul Maurice right now. What do you got? What do you got in store for us, Paul? Yeah, it's a hard thing to do in the NHL is to not be where you want to be or, or playing the game you want, and then be able to write it. Um, the first period was more even that I would want. I think they might have even been a little bit better than we were. We had a post, but when you're at home, you want to, you know, you want to come out and kind of set the tone. I didn't think that I didn't care for our second period when you and I chatted. I uh, wasn't very pleased. I think. We just got very happy in the in the up and down, um, which isn't a good recipe. And then I think we fixed it. So Sergey Bobrovsky, you know, I think our goaltending has been really good this year, but there haven't been a lot of nights where we asked them to be the dominant player. Um, there's been nights they've been very very good. He's had some great games for us, but tonight Sergey had to be the difference in the second period because that game's over and there's no coming back if he isn't as good as he was. Then when we got to the third, then we were right. I mean, I don't know what the final number, but certainly shot attempts were. We're big in the third. Our game was good there. We, their guy then did did uh, for them what Sergey had done. He kept them in the game, and uh, we were able to pull one out. Yeah, I, I think there was a matchup issue, and then there was I, I I think our our game as a group just got better, and it wouldn't almost mattered how much the change it had happened. We changed the matchup that seemed to help us a little bit, but at the end of it. Um, you know, when you're bad, it doesn't matter what your line combinations are. When you're good, it probably doesn't matter much either. So I don't think the coach, other than profanity, had much to do with that game. That was my uh, role in tonight's effort. Yeah, we see it again, but once again, you guys are taking it down. Yeah, I thought that part was good, especially shorthand. Our penalty kill, I'm, I'm, I know we gave up three in our last two games, and I thought I still liked it. I really liked it. Um, but that's a six-on-four PK shot blocking, touch the pucks at the right time. Uh, good battles. Pretty happy with that. OBL, 
Yeah. Him seeing him all that stuff, he's fighting. Watching men going down that contours. He's seeing him be able to doing what he's doing, fighting. Yeah, I think if you look to, he hasn't just kind of. Um, he's he's become a more physical hockey player too. So he's playing fewer minutes. So he's got a little more, not even so much energy. He's got a little more bite to his game. I'm glad he got that. I mean, there's there's not, a, we love Brandon Montour in the game that he plays, but it's not set in stone who runs the top of that power play. Um, and we're a bit like Pittsburgh. We've got some really good players that we're going to put on the ice, but we're looking for that chemistry and that connection on our power play too. So he uh, has continued fine play. He's just a real, real good veteran pro. He really seems to be pulling himself maybe a little bit of a weight, a little bit of... Well, I'm very proud, man, um, as you would have to be to have the career that he's had. I mean, he was the driving player in Arizona for a very long time, and then he got into injury terrible. And I think it was humbling when when he gets bought out after being that kind of player. So he wants an opportunity to come back into the league and, and be the player he was. This was the perfect fit for him. He got to be healthy. He got to play with good players, and we have good players in front of him. But now he's back into that kind of marquee game. You get seven goals as a defenseman and a third of the way into the season. You're a player. You're, you're a big-time player. So he's we've been good for him, but he's been great for us. What was your thought on Dell's game? Yeah, I really liked him, and, and I thought uh, Lusteron and two. I thought they were hard and right. They were the guys that I didn't swear at all game, I don't think. Maybe Lundell's. Lundy was on it, and it was hard. I feel that he has been just so very, very close to putting up. Like he's had chances, um, and he's and he stayed pretty disciplined defensively in it. it he, so he's got to stretch. This guy wants to score some goals. It's a big year for him, but he hasn't cheated the game to do it, to his credit. And he also has had chances that aren't going for him, which is frustrating. So I'm, I'm glad he got two helpers tonight, but I don't think he's very far from. You know, he gets one, he's going to score a bunch because the two of those guys are just so good on both sides of the puck. They're just going to generate offense. Back really important. Momentum. Yeah, really important to do that. We came off a road trip that I love the way we played on our last road trip, and it was a frustrating loss to the island. But I keep you keep going back to ninety three shot attempts. The frustration was our offense. We could we didn't score, um, but the game was pretty darn good. So then we come back with you know, we beat it. Pittsburgh had a huge advantage on us tonight as they had lost three in a row. So this is a one of the most veteran teams in the NHL. We all know in the East, like we, we liked our start, but going to the game tonight, we're three points from being out of the playoffs. And, and we've been a pretty good team. So this is going to be like this. You're going to get these teams that come in and you look at the standings and say hey, they're a 500 team. They're not, right? They're, they're just, it's, it's a tough league right now and it's going to be tough right to the end. Yeah. Well, he is just a really good pro and really focused. He's also smart. He knows the advantage when you're playing in the one hole, you're also playing against the one player. So the players that he's playing against now aren't going to defend quite as well as the ones that he's been used to playing his whole career. And there's also no reason that he, he he's not necessarily there for the year. His minutes can come up like, like we've got the two new guys come in. But if we can balance the six out and I've got – two other NHL defensemen who watch the game from the press box. I'd like to see those guys play too, and I would. I'd, I'd roll them in, and I may, but I'll go back to my first. We're three points from being out of the playoffs. This is a big game for us tonight. There's no, there's this, we won't get to a casual point all year, but we will get to a point where you'll see Ekman Larson's play continues to be that good. He's going to play more minutes. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you. There it, there it is, Paul Maurice. And speaking of there it is, let's get to Florida's look ahead. And then I've got some news for you guys. But honestly, I will save the I will save that news that I have for you. Uh, for another episode of Sports for Beginners, whether it ends up on our third season, which most likely, which most likely will be the case, or it ends up being a bonus second season episode as we get closer to the finale of season two. All right. Right now, let's get to the next five games for the Panthers. Well, they will next play at 1 p.m. tomorrow on Sunday at 1 p.m. From Columbus, as they take on the Blue Jackets, then they head to Seattle on Tuesday for a showdown with the Kraken at 10 p.m. Eastern. This basically kickstarts a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, five-game road trip for the Florida Panthers. Including, as I said, Columbus Blue Jackets, who they play next on Sunday at 1 p.m. The Kraken, who they play on Tuesday at 10 p.m. The Vancouver Canucks, they will play on Thursday. This Thursday, December 14, 2023, at 10 p.m. Eastern. And that's their third of their next five. Their fourth of their next five. Is... It's in Edmonton when they take on McDavid and the Oilers on December 16th. And then they will wrap up with a showdown at the Saddledome in Calgary. At eight at nine thirty p.m. on Monday, December eighteenth. So there you have it. Your Florida Panthers next five games are 
at the Blue Jackets, at the Kraken, at the Canucks, at the Oilers, and at the Flames. The Panthers are on a road trip. Meanwhile, the Penguins, eh, you could say they're on a road trip after the game against the Coyotes. But they come home. For games against Carolina and Minnesota on Monday and Thursday. Next week. Of course, I mean the following week. And this week, Tuesday. They're home to Arizona. For a for what should be a good one. All right. Big thing I want to get out for you guys. Bill's post game returns this week, and Bill's post game will be. It could possibly, it could possibly be after the game between the Bills and the Chiefs. However. If it is not, it will come your way on Monday. And with all that being said, next time you'll hear my voice for Penguins postgame will be Wednesday after Penguins and Coyotes. And you might hear myself, Penguins and Canadians, you might hear my voice again on Wednesday after Penguins and Canadians or you'll hear it on Thursday Penguins and Canadians but the next time you'll hear my voice will be definitely Wednesday after the Penguins have taken on on Tuesday night the Arizona Coyotes Arizona taking on Pittsburgh from Pittsburgh on Tuesday night. But for right now, that's going to do it for Penguins postgame. And as we always say on Penguins postgame, oh, before we go any further, I want to make sure I get this in. I almost forgot about it. Make sure that we get this in here. Because if we don't. I mean, if we don't, it's obviously fine. If we don't, it's obviously fine. But this game has officially reached the station in front of 18,640 fans in attendance at Amaranth Bank Arena. In Sunrise, Florida. Penguins. Taking on the Coyotes on Tuesday. Penguins take on the Coyotes on Tuesday. And the next time they will meet in Pittsburgh. Well, the next time the Penguins and the Panthers will meet will be in Pittsburgh. 
and that's not till January 26, 2024. So until then, Penguins and Panthers fans will catch you at that point in time. Now, now that we have the attendance record from Sun from Sunrise out of the way. As we always do at the end of every Penguins post-game show. We like to say that you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And my name is Scott McGregor. Reminding you that it is not goodbye. It is always until next time. And of course, until then, Penguins fans, we will catch you on the other side and catch you talking to you after the next Pens game. We say so long for now for Penguins post game. Oh, and by the way, it's the holiday season. So taking us to our Outro music and outro message. Let's play some holiday music. This has been your one hour Penguins post game Florida and Penguins edition celebrating the career of Patrick Hornquist. Happy holidays to all of you. Happy Hanukkah to our Jewish list, our Jewish, our Jewish listeners. Happy holidays to all of you all, to everyone else. Happy, er, and I want to wish you guys all a very Merry Christmas. It's time for a little Christmas music to take us out. And let's talk about Happy Holidays. It's the holiday season. And speaking of the holiday season, that's when our second season wraps. So let's get this done. Ladies and gentlemen, taking us out, enjoy the music of Happy Holidays from Andy Williams. Enjoy it. And I look forward, Penguins fans, to catching up with you guys again after Pens and yolks. And when I say yolks, I mean pens and coyotes. For now, enjoy your holiday music. Happy holidays from Sports for Beginners. Happy holidays, 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 happy hol
Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing. Happy holiday. The holiday season and Santa Claus is coming round. The Christmas snow is white on the ground. When old Santa gets into town, he'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll be coming down the chimney down. It's the holiday season and Santa Claus has got a toy for every good girl and good little boy. Santa's a great big bundle of joy when he's coming down the chimney down. When he's coming down the chimney down. He'll have a big fat pack upon his back and lots of goodies for you and for me. So leave a peppermint stick for old Saint Nick hanging on the Christmas tree. It's the holiday season. The holiday season. So hoop-dee-doo and dickery-dock. Don't forget to hang up your sock. Cause just exactly at 12 o'clock, he'll be coming down the chimney down. He'll be coming down the chimney down. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. You've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about the show and to view the upcoming schedule, like the Sports for Beginners Facebook page, search Sports for Beginners, or visit the official Sports for Beginners podcast website. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay tuned. And remember... That it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And you'd have to be here to believe it. Looking for a sports podcast that covers sports weekly as well as gets you set up for the day? Check out Weekly in Sports with me, Scott McGregor. We give some shout-outs of the week to podcasts like this one and those who do them. Discuss the Blue Jays, Bill, Raptors, and more. To learn more, check out the Sports for Beginners Facebook page. Search Sports for Beginners. Thank you so much for joining us on the Sports for Beginners post-game show production on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. Remember, Sports for Beginners fans, to join our host, Scott McGregor, every Fridays for your weekly dose of Friday episodes on the Sports for Beginners podcast.